Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. It's Tuesday, June 28th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. The Phelps County clerk attempted to remove people who have a guardian appointed for them from the voter rolls, citing the state constitution. Advocates for people with disabilities say that's not right. We can't leave that to a county clerk to make that decision. Court orders, the constitution, and voting rights. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All will have that story in just a few minutes. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones expects the city to end up in court over plans to use American Rescue Plan Act funding to cover the cost of accessing an abortion. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman reports. Because Missouri's trigger ban outlaws abortion in all cases except a medical emergency, many people will have to travel to access care. Legislation introduced on Friday would spend a million dollars in federal coronavirus relief funds on helping people cover the cost of childcare, hotels, or other expenses. If it reaches her desk, Jones will sign it. She says the city councilor is looking at the bill to make sure it fits within federal guidelines for ARPA. But this is a time to act, and people elected a mayor to act on their behalf. The city's health committee will hold its first hearing on the measure on Tuesday. The county council is also evaluating its options. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis County's prosecuting attorney says he will not enforce abortion bans. Wesley Bell is joining more than 80 prosecutors throughout the country standing against the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. In a statement, prosecutors from more than 10 states that ban most abortions said they will not use their office's resources to, quote, criminalize reproductive health decisions. The Post-Dispatch reports St. Louis City prosecuting attorney Kim Gardner did not sign that joint statement. It's primary day in Illinois. Voters will decide a winner in the Republican contest for the state's newly drawn 15th congressional district. It includes the Quincy area and part of the Metro East. Incumbent members of Congress Rodney Davis and Mary Miller are vying for the Republican nomination. Illinois Public Radio Statehouse reporter Alex Dagman says an internal poll from the Miller campaign is the only survey he's seen about this race. That poll, which I think was completed a few weeks ago, showed that it's been a pretty close race for the entirety, with Davis leading for some of it, and then Mary Miller a few weeks ago taking a slight lead. Today's winner will be favored in November's general election because the district is overwhelmingly Republican. Former Missouri Governor Eric Greitens took his U.S. Senate campaign to Jefferson County yesterday. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, his viral web ad was a big topic of conversation. Greitens' campaign came under fire for releasing a web ad featuring the former governor storming a house with a gun with people dressed as soldiers. He says he's hunting so-called rhinos, a Republicans in name only, who aren't sufficiently conservative. After he took photos with well-wishers and Arnold, Greitens dismissed the idea that the ad condoned violence against political opponents. The problem in the country is not just from the left. It's not just their craziness, but it's the consistent way that rhinos are stabbing people in the back. Greitens is locked in a contentious GOP U.S. Senate primary that will take place on August 2nd. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. 
The highest-ranking black woman in the St. Louis Police Department is retiring. Yesterday was the last day with the department for Lieutenant Colonel Rochelle Jones. She joined in May 1983. Jones was the first black female to be promoted to the rank of Lieutenant Colonel. In 2001, she became the first woman to command the department's homicide division. The voting rights of some Missourians with disabilities could be at risk. Some believe the wording of the state constitution is at odds with court orders that appoint guardians. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports the issue came to a head in Phelps County. 35-year-old Mark Murphy of Rolla says voting is very important to him. I've like really paid attention to the news and... Um, like seeing what's going on out there. Murphy has hydrocephalus, a condition where fluid continually collects around his brain, and he has a shunt that drains the fluid into his stomach. The condition has left him mentally disabled, and he has seizures. He works, he pays taxes, and he votes. But Phelps County Clerk Pam Grow wanted to keep him from going to the polls. This is what happened. Early in the coronavirus pandemic, Murphy hurt his back and had to go to the emergency room. His father, John, took him, but because of COVID protocols, John was limited in what he could do. The triage nurse said, are you his guardian? And I said, no, I'm his father. And she said, well, then you can't go in. John was worried that especially with Mark being in pain, it would be difficult for him to communicate with doctors and nurses and remember their instructions. So to avoid situations like this in the future, John was appointed his son's guardian. And while Mark now needs his dad's permission to sign a contract and he can't drive, the court order specifically states Mark can get married and vote. But Clerk Grow disagrees. She told the Phelps County Commission in late May that she planned to remove all voters from the rolls that had guardians appointed to them. Her argument was the state constitution specifically says, quote, no person who has a guardian of his or her state or person by reason of mental incapacity appointed by a court of competent jurisdiction shall be entitled to vote. Grow did not respond to repeated requests for an interview. We can't leave that to a county clerk to make that decision. Laura Taylor is the executive director of Phelps County Industrial Solutions, where Murphy and dozens of other disabled people work. She says if there is a discrepancy between the Constitution and a court order, that's a legal issue. I feel like that's where we need to be following the courts, the judges, to interpret the law, interpret the Constitution, and if they think that there is a spot there to allow that person to vote, then I don't understand what the issue is. It's not clear how many people in Taylor's employ, or in Phelps County, or anywhere in the state for that matter, would be affected by this. Court-ordered guardianships are protected legal documents that can't be accessed without cause. But Taylor says the bigger issue is how callously the decision was made to try to revoke the voting rights of citizens of Phelps County. Because that completely devalued the individual, um, especially like the individuals that um, I employ, as well as those in competitive employment, have the complete capability um, to be able to make a lot of decisions for themselves. Grow eventually backed off of her attempts to remove people with guardians from the voter rolls, but not because she thinks she's wrong. She told the commission that she didn't have the backing of the county or the secretary of state and that she was, quote, hung out to dry. 
Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft declined to be interviewed for the story, but his spokesperson issued a statement that said, in part, quote, it would be the responsibility of the courts to determine if there's a conflict with the state constitution. Groh is approaching the end of her second term in office and is not seeking re-election this fall. That has John Murphy wondering, why did this happen now? She told me, she said, um, I took an oath to uphold the Constitution. And I go, okay, good, you did that. Why didn't you do it seven and a half years ago? Mark Murphy says he was dumbfounded as to why he was so close to losing his right to vote, and it made him feel terrible. I just feel like I wouldn't have a say or anything like that. Like, wouldn't be able to give my opinion about who should be running the community. The concern among people with disabilities and their advocates is that this issue could surface again with very little warning in any county in the state. John Murphy says he will not let his son's right to vote be at risk. This little battle's not over. It's, it's not over and it's going to go on. John Murphy says he's talking with lawyers and judges to see if there's a legal way to resolve this and to state legislators to investigate whether a new law or even a change in the Constitution is necessary. In Rolla, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.